straight up Main Street. Hear the music. Just You sound like an avocado fucked an older avocado. <laughs> like 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 uh like angry hard fucking. <laughs> like it's the only way to avoid violence. Wow. Oh. So Deadpool. Um so I think this we, little little movie came out. I think we need to talk about uh uh this is this is this is really like there's there, there, there's a threshold moment in the history of Earcon Pod, and mm-hmm. this is Earcon Pod 2.0. Okay, this is this is season two, Earcon Pod, <laughs> season two, episode one. There was pre Deadpool, season two, episode ninety one. Yes, there was pre Deadpool, and now we are in a post Deadpool world. Pretty lucky the studio gave us ninety episodes in the first season. That's that's like a MacGyver esque run right there. <laughs> And and like the MacGyver esque first season, you should just like forget. You they should ever skip existed. it. Yeah, you yeah. should skip. Go straight to season two, much right. like uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation or mm. Parks Parks and Rec. There you go. Even um, some would, some might say Breaking Bad. Some might say Breaking Bad, but you need the story. That's I the understand. problem with season one, Breaking Bad. Yeah. I understand. But uh, yeah, so so we're living in a, in a post Deadpool era. <laughs> Did I not tell you that this is going to be the greatest movie in the history of movies? You told me. You told me repeatedly. You told me ad nauseum, and you were correct. I'm glad I was. I, I you know, honestly, I wasn't sure. I mean, I, I was kind of sure, but not sure, sure. Mm-hmm. You, you were know, consciously I, optimistic. Yeah, exactly. Because of, well, I think just because of the track record, right? What the studios did to Deadpool the first time around. Right. In X-Men, uh... Or X-Men Wolverine, the movie that shall not be talked about. <laughs> the movie um, that shall not be named, although we just named it. And there was about a million references in, in actual Deadpool. Hey, 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 hey. That That's a season one movie. That's a pre-Deadpool movie. <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> uh, and even Ryan Reynolds acknowledges like how bad it is. And apparently yeah. he, he had gone to, I guess he was getting ready to make Green Lantern. And uh-huh. I guess we're in the studio. Was like, hey, we're gonna. Or they had he had the script for the dead for this dead iteration of the Deadpool movie. And they, they like, like told him he had to do that, or they wouldn't do Deadpool, right? Well, no, they said they said if he didn't do it, then he'd, he'd get someone else to do it. They'd get oh. someone else to do it. So he said, okay, I'll do it, but it's not going to be good, and it's not right. Um, but then they never promised. It really wasn't until they accidentally leaked the test footage, which is kind of what you see in the opening sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they accidentally leaked it on the internet, and oh yeah, I saw something about that. That was like it was technically illegal what they yeah. did. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so they accidentally leaked it, and everyone went fucking ape shit. And then the studio pretty much, you know, they were able to get their uh, proof of concept from that. And so they're like, okay, make your movie, and uh, the rest is history, my friend. So it cost them. Fifty-eight million dollars to make this movie, which to me is a lot of money, but to Hollywood is not a lot of money. 
And looking at IMDb right now, it's at $135 million. Yeah, they made $132.7 million Friday to Sunday. Yeah. Crushing the prior R-rated opening weekend set in 2003 by, do you have a guess? 2003 R-rated movie? I have no idea. The Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Keanu Reeves' sequel. Oh, so this was not the movie that you almost got me killed at. This was this not was, the, the movie that I killed you at. Yeah, this was the movie before the movie that you almost killed me at. Okay. Um, opened with $91 million over the same time frame, which translates to around 132 adjusted for inflation. So it's adjusted wow. for inflation. It's about the same, a little bit better. And then Yeah, and then they also made $42 million because I guess they opened on Thursday because everyone needed to see The Matrix on a Thursday. Um, biggest opening weekend for a first-time director. Mm-hmm. Uh, biggest Friday to Sunday opening weekend from a long weekend. Interesting. Bested so, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Ties, which earned $114 million over the course of a Friday to Monday Memorial Day weekend. So they're counting President's Day as a long weekend, yeah. even though nobody's off on President's Day. Actually, a lot of people are off on President's Day. I'm weird. not. I'm not either. But too many people are. Real people aren't. Um, biggest 20th Century Fox debut ever, which is hilarious to me because they didn't even want to really? make a goddamn movie. This is their yeah. biggest opening ever for 20th Century Fox. It bested the $108 million Friday to Sunday debut of another movie that you might know. Star back, Wars back Episode two, 1. Nope, Episode 3. Episode 3, Revenge of the Shit. Yeah. Wow. Biggest R-rated Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We talked about that. Wow. Biggest R-rated Monday. Biggest February opening weekend. Biggest opening weekend for Ryan Reynolds. Biggest R-rated comic book superhero movie ever. Biggest X-Men debut ever. Wow. Second biggest R-rated. They're comic counting book it as movie. an X-Men movie because of Colossus and uh, Megasonic. Yeah. Well, and I mean, they do go Dead- to the house. Right, Deadpool's in that universe. I mean, Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool right. is eventually part of the X-Force, which is kind of like. The New Age X Men and and Colossus is part of that, and Cable is part of that, and we'll we'll get into a discussion on Cable, um, in a little bit, but uh, yeah, I mean he's in the X Men universe. He, you know, he he's kind of that anti hero, and I think you have the X Men characters kind of next to him as as kind of this juxtaposition of the hero he kind of wants to be sometimes, and then you know he puts keeps his foot in the other camp the other time, and that's that's kind of him, you know. Some days he wants to be a hero. Some days he wants to build IKEA furniture. Exactly with his blind roommate. So who, yeah, I who have, loves who loves cocaine. She was hilarious. So I have a, a slight update to our numbers that we just gave you. Uh, okay. Like I said, this is this is Earcom Pod season two. This is two point We keep things up to date and fresh here. Uh, so <laughs> breaking news. It was one hundred and fifty million dollars domestic that it made. But worldwide, on this $58 million movie, they've made $282 million. Yeah, that's a pretty nice investment. That's a nice chunk of money that Fox has made on this movie. Yeah. I really hope that, and I'm sure he did because he's a producer on it. He's been attached to the script for so long. Um, I hope he got a good, good payday. I hope he got some, no, I hope he got back in points, like royalties. Oh, I hope he did, yeah. I'm sure he did. Because no one else wanted to make the movie, he probably just put his name on everything with it. Um, ever since that, you know, he was approached by this franchise years ago. Um, so it's uh, so I guess I guess we're getting into more existential 
comments about the movie. Let's just let's talk about the movie itself. Okay, uh, I've got a couple of things as as a non well as a as a new to Deadpool fan. Okay. I have I have a couple of thoughts. So I took the wife uh, for Valentine's Day weekend. Um, yeah, you did. Super romantic movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's a, I think I tweeted it's a love we all aspire to have. Um, yep. It just really shows the links that people will go to for for the people that they love, and so it was just a really beautiful film. Uh, mm-hmm. to, yeah. to, spend, to spend with my wife. And so I was happy to do that. Um, you took a different approach. I did. I went by myself on a <laughs> Monday afternoon. E- equally romantic. Equally romantic. With uh, how many other people in the theater? Uh, well, since it was a Monday afternoon. And, Ooh, and it was a holiday. And it was a holiday. And it had been snowing and sleeting all day long. I was surprised to see that there were probably about 10 or 15 people in the theater. I thought you said you had to work. I did. I went after work. Oh, of course you did. Going after work. Of course. So was it really, so was it an evening or did you just go and It was uh, 4.55. Oh, okay. All right. He snuck that in there. So he said, ah, wife and kid, you fend for yourself. I have to go, I have to go Deadpool. Yeah. I'll bring you, I'll bring you back some burritos. I got to go Deadpool. No, I did not. Uh, so my thoughts on this film, um, I've already, what were your, what were your, sorry to interrupt. What were your. I think it's just important to kind of set it up. Uh, what were your expectations uh, going into I the film? I expected it to be funny and vulgar and clever, but I was cautiously optimistic that it would be good. Okay. I didn't know if it would be actually a good movie. Okay. So as soon as the credits started. <laughs> Angel in the Morning? Yeah. Uh, it started with an amazing song. I love that song, first of all. And secondly, the way the credits were listed, let me see if I can pull it up on IMDb. It's probably got it on here. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Yeah, so, some, some overpaid shit bag or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the opening credits, uh, of course, it's not, written, it's not written here what they did. But it's like overpaid shit bag directed it, uh, uh, starring British guy, CGI. Oh, film. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where it was like, you know, like uh, generic British guy yeah, or, it or was, stereotypical British bad guy. You can tell from the very beginning that they were not taking themselves seriously. And that is 99.9% of the time a really good sign for a movie. Mm -hmm. And so, like, even, like, the 10 people in the theater, like, we were all, like, busting up laughing out loud at the credits. So this is a good sign right away that things were going to go the right way. And then it just got better and better and better. Um, uh, All of the jokes in this movie... Like there's a ton of jokes in this movie, but they all land. Like it's I don't know if when he walks into the house and he puts the Crocs on, and she's like <laughs> yeah. building. I mean, just like stuff, just random. His day to day as a superhero was just hilarious. He's like walking into this house in his cost in his outfit, his like badassery antihero outfit. And then he yeah. like puts Crocs on and he goes and sits down and he hangs out in his outfit with Crocs on and his mask off and. Like, it's just, you You also, when you get the backstory, because it starts kind of in the middle of the action, mm-hmm. when you get the backstory, you realize that this guy isn't, like, he wasn't changed by this. Like, I mean, yeah. he was, but, like, he's still him. Right. And he was like this, like, this funny, smartass before, and it just made him more so, and, and like, angrier. And, and I don't know, it's just, like, it... it the the writing was really really good and it just all worked 
It yeah. all worked. It had a really good cast. That helps a lot. That everybody in it could act from Ryan Reynolds to T.J. Miller to Marina Bakarin to the guy who played Depender. Like they were all good. They were all really, really good. So like I, I just I really I, I went in consciously optimistic and I came out ex- extremely happy. There you go. Yeah. Oh, uh, I should also say that uh, another plus in the column of Deadpool is not released in 3D at all. Yeah, and I and I made sure I told you like you, there's no need for you to see it. Yeah, and any any kind of like IMAXian or like super digital, no, yeah, you know, wide angle, not needed. Shit. Just go see it, and it's good. Yeah, yeah. So I enjoyed it thoroughly. Great, it was an amazing movie. Uh, it made you laugh. It made you cry. It was just fun, you know. And I think at the end of the day, it was just you could tell they were having fun. Uh, this the stuff that the just the like you said the jokes and just the interaction with him and like the cab driver. <laughs> I love the cab driver. I mean, just all his like how he's making fun of himself, like like all the the Green Lantern jokes. Yes. That were in there, um, just making fun of that, and making fun of Ryan. I mean, they even mentioned Ryan Reynolds. They, you know, lots of Wolverine references, um, <laughs> lots of Deadpool references to the how they butchered that original uh, character in X Men Origins that we just talked about. So it was just really funny. Of course, lots of breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, um, I, I thought I, I just knew like at the beginning uh, when <laughs> my favorite parts. Uh, when Colossus is like beating on him and they're like getting all into it. And then he's getting ready to, uh, I guess, kill Ajax. He's got him like up against the wall. And then I don't remember what happens. Like Colossus distracts him where they're doing something. And then he says, look, and then Ajax is gone. And then he's like, what? <laughs> and it's just like the funniest scene ever. And I think there's like a still of it. And I think that's the one I have on my Twitter uh, profile. But um, I think my, my, the, bit that got the most laughs out of me was when he said is it uh james mcelroy McElroy, uh, yes. mcelroy or patrick stewart and i just lost it then yeah that was that hilarious. was really funny or how they always he talks about because in, at least in the comic books um you know the the mansion um xavier's home the school for gifted children or whatever uh always get like gets blown up like all the time in the mm-hmm. comics and so they made reference to that and also that they didn't have enough money for all the X-Men. You know, what what happened? They leave you guys at home. You know, we couldn't <laughs> afford the rest of them. And, of course, they're like, you know, Colossus, who's been attached to – who is attached to, to the Deadpool comic and, and to X-Force and um, the future iterations of, of Deadpool. So that was important to have him in there. But uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, which is really like – it's kind of funny with Deadpool because it's so much of like a, you know, Deadpool odd or, or just kind of like a – odd reference or you know not really like a mainstream character this negasonic teenage warhead is really it was just like a one-off thing in a comic and they just said hey this sounds really cool let's do that and let's tweak her powers a little bit and then we'll make it this other character so she did a great job yeah i thought it was it was kind of funny and her playing off of deadpool and like the whole young you know the teenage comments and (laughs) finish your tweet (laughs) yeah yeah, yes i mean it's just hilarious um (laughs) But I just really appreciated lot lots of good X Men references and uh, just fun with that genre. Just funny jokes in general. I mean, the Liam Neeson Taken joke was just like, uh, literally, I think my wife like almost peed herself. 
um, <laughs> when he was talking about, you know, at some point he's just a bad parent or something. Um, but uh, it was just great. And Morena Bakarin, super hot. Oh, she was really good in this movie. Mm-hmm. And they kind of made a they made a tiny little reference to at least what in the comic books her character actually has a uh, superpower. Does um, she? Yeah, in in is the it comic. being super hot? Wow. Yes, that, that's exactly what it is. Because okay. she she wins on that, right? <laughs> yep. She's especially that one scene. Oh my goodness! Lord. goodness. The holiday montage. The what? The holiday montage <laughs> yes, was quite yes, good. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so in uh, in Marvel in Marvel Comics, she is also was a former member of, of X Force. She is known as Copycat. Um, okay. Yeah, so she is like a shapeshifter. Um, I can't remember what her other. I can't remember. She's some kind of shapeshifter or something like that. Um, she was metam- doing some metamorph. shapeshifting She's, during that montage. Boom. Boom. That She's happened. a metamorph that can duplicate another being down at the cellular level. That's so cool. Uh, she's also capable of turning into animals. Wow. <laughs> Finding she, these forms she easier was to an maintain. Animal during that montage. Wow. Uh, the other thing I thought was interesting. I was really wondering how they were going to write in the name Deadpool. How he got. How he picked that name. I thought they, um, that was very clever. How they did that. Yeah. Um, which Captain is Deadpool. Isn't too far off from the comics. Okay. Um, in the comics, he actually gets it from uh, the, I guess, the plant, the Weapon X or Project X plant where he's changed. I guess the, the doctor's there. I think uh, they, uh, I remember, what was it? Um, they took out a similar kind of pool on who was going to die first oh, of, okay. all, of all their patients. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's, it's the same kind of thing is that they were taking pa- bets on, on which patients would die first. And then obviously we wish Wilson escaped and he took on that name. Um, the interesting thing is uh, the, the illustrator, Rob Liefeld, um, is credited as the inventor of Deadpool, um, decided to give Deadpool that name because of his resemblance to another DC character called Deathstroke, which okay. is a, another comic book villain. And you'll... Um, Know him from season one and two of Arrow, known oh, as right, right, right. Known as Slade Wilson. Slade so Wilson, it, yeah. So it also inspired the writers to give Deadpool the name of Wade Wilson. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So there you okay, go. So that kind makes of, sense. So kind of a nod there, but definitely, definitely different character. Yeah, um, very. But uh, not a but, smart ass. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you can see just a lot a of that. Ass. A lot of the stuff pulled from comics or just tweaked a little bit. And in fact, the opening sequence, the pizza scene, mm-hmm. is literally like almost word for word, including pineapples and black olives, like from the comics. Nice. They just pulled that scene from the comics. So there you go. Uh, um, we should so, also mention that uh, we we have an announcement that uh, Deadpool two Deadpool two will be made, uh, and it's coming out in twenty seventeen. Yeah, that was shocker. When you make three times what yeah. you. Uh, what you spend on your movie, it's you're gonna get a. I hope they don't sequel. I hope they don't say, okay, well we made two hundred and god knows how many million in the first weekend, so we're gonna up the budget from fifty eight to three hundred million. Because I think restraint gives you a better movie. I don't know. 
That's just my opinion. Restraint on on budget. Yeah, I mean, that's true. They did have to cut to, some corners, and I kind of like that. Yeah, when you're forced to to work within you know bounds, I think it, you end up with a better product. In my opinion, that's to me. That's why the original Star Wars movies are better. That's why the first Indiana Jones movie is better. Like you have to be more inventive and you have to let the story do the work instead of like explosions and shit. True, very so. true. Well, maybe maybe they hopefully they will. Um, hopefully they realize that that's what made this the movie so great is that they had to cut corners on stuff. They had to not do a lot of CGI. I mean, obviously, like Colossus, all CGI, but. Uh, I think that was what made the movie so fun is that it really wasn't it was it was not a lot. It was a lot of interaction, a lot of scenes in within like the apartment or uh within the lab, but it wasn't a lot of crazy stunts and you know, buildings and aliens and all this crap you know, crazy crappy shit. Yeah. Exactly. So, so there you go. Um So Deadpool, go see it. Go see it. Uh, you did mention that there will be a Deadpool two. There was a there was a really awesome cut or uh, end end credit scene. <laughs> yes, there was. That made uh, it was a nice little Ferris Bueller nod, given that he was another character that famously broke the fourth wall. So I thought that was pretty cool. That and was great. Came out in the robe, but that was good. Announced that Cable is coming and will be in Deadpool two. Now Cable's a huge part of the Deadpool universe. They had a whole comic series called Deadpool and Cable, or Cable and Deadpool. I can't remember which one. Um, and so now begins the the thinking, the thought process, the deliberating on who is going to play Cable. Now, uh, do you know who Cable is? I have no idea who Cable is. So Cable is actually the son of Scott Summers and Jean Grey. Okay. Cyclops and... Uh, Gray. Okay. But he's like older and grizzled and um, he's actually like a time traveler from the future. And he's got like a lot of like cybernetics and scars and all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And he's kind of like a – he's sometimes on Deadpool's side. He was a member of X-Force. Sometimes they play off each other, um, at, you know, as Deadpool is not kind of a uh, – your normal hero, right? So it doesn't fit into those normal roles. But um, a lot of names getting thrown around for it. One guy that was like really plugging in himself, uh, which I thought was interesting on the Twitter uh, and Instagram, is Stephen Lang. Oh, I like Stephen Lang. Yeah, I think he's he was in too- Gettysburg. Yeah, he was in Avatar. Yeah, I like Stephen. Uh, he played uh, Pickett in Gettysburg. I think he's too old though. Yeah, he's get he's getting old. Sixty three, and I think they want to make this. You know, they have a Deadpool movie. They'll do X Force. Um, they'll have a lot of stuff moving. You know, moving forward. I think they need a younger guy they can make make look old. And so I'll I'll uh, leave it at the pick that the actual illustrator and creator of Deadpool, Robert Liefeld, uh, on January tenth, twenty sixteen, um, congratulating him for his success winning. Uh, I believe it was. A, I believe it's an Emmy, right? Or Golden uh, Emmys for TV, right? Emmys for TV. Yeah. Um, Yes, John Hamm, Dream Future Cable Pick, wins for Nice. Madness. He's not doing anything. No, no, he's not. So I will, I'm just, I'm just going to copy this, and I'm going to send this to you right now, somehow. There it is. 
and I'm going to see what you think about this. How are you sending this to me? Uh, Twitter. Ooh, Nerdist. <laughs> who should Deadpool 2 cast as Cable? Yeah, just scroll down. I don't know Two. who that is. Oh, I know who Jeffrey Dean Morgan is. No, Tom why are you Hardy? at the okay, Why are you at the bottom? Go to the top. I'm scrolling down the whole thing. Henry Rollins. No, why are you at the bottom? I'm not at the bottom. What am I doing? What? The top has the tweet from oh. Robert Leefield. Yes, John Hamm. Future. Yeah, the dream picture. Dream future cable. Oh, I got to click on the picture. Yeah. Hey, there's a picture of Felicia Day. Oh, he looks awesome. Yeah. No, he would be awesome in that. Yeah, so I think that would be badass, I think. I think, John, now, how serious a character is Cable? Because uh, John Hamm can be very funny. Yeah, he's kind of a dick, but he's kind of a funny dick. I mean, he plays off Deadpool, right? So, I mean, he can't can't be but so... He's not, like, Colossus serious. Okay. He's he's funny-ish, but he's... You know, kind of a badass at the same point. He sometimes he doesn't like. He gets tired of putting up a Deadpool shtick, which I think is cool because you need that could Deadpool work really needs well. someone to play off because of, I thought he played off a of Colossus like amazingly. That that would actually work really well. Yeah, I could see that. Deadpool. They, there are they, only four or five moments that you need have in your Dermot life. Dermot Mulroney uh, listed as a possible cable. Uh, I I don't think I've seen him in anything since Young Guns. Mm. He was good Dermot, in Young Guns, though, but that was the 80s. Dermot Mulroney? Dermot Mulroney. He was in Young Guns. Wow. Uh, there you go. Uh, so, so Deadpool. Deadpool. It was really good, and was, we are now living in a post-Deadpool era. Instant pre-order. Oh, Wait. yeah. I need to pre-order that, don't I? There's going to be so much extras, bro. <laughs> Super just, extras, bro. Super extras, bro. Hot takes. Hot takes on the extras. Go see the Deadpool. Go see the Deadpool and then watch X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, God, no. Please. You need to uh, <laughs> You need to search. I, I Ryan Reynolds interviews Hugh Jackman. Yeah. He, like, snuck in. Hugh Jackman uh, is doing the press junket for Eddie the Eagle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Ryan Reynolds jumped in uh, to interview Hugh Jackman, and it's hilarious. They do make a few X-Men Origins references that it's pretty funny. Okay, okay. Um, so go ahead and uh, dial that up a little later. I will check that out. It's pretty funny. So now that we've gotten through our rebirth as a post-Deadpool podcast, uh, let's follow up on some stuff, Home Slice. Let's do it. Yeah, so we talked about some things last time, and I just wanted to quickly touch base on them again. Uh, you recommended The People vs. OJ, and I I have watched the first two episodes of The People vs. OJ, American okay. Crime Story. Okay. And once again, the maxim holds true. If Brandon Fish recommends a TV show, watch that TV show. You liked it. It was really good. Yeah. Really I th- good. I think it's... You know, I think a lot of why we liked it is because we lived it, right? We remember those. Yes. We remember it, but it was so long ago. Like it's like a big, it's like a refresher. Of like yeah, you're like, oh happened. yeah, I remember that. And like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know about that. Or Yeah. Uh, I just, yeah, I think they've, they did a, uh, they've done a nice job. So despite your hate of Ryan Murphy. Despite my hate of Ryan Murphy and, and my not hate, but uh, reserved kind of dislike of Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, I, I I haven't noticed any Ryan Murphy-esque bullcrap, and Cuba Gooding Jr. is doing a really good job. 
he's doing a great job. And um, my only problem with people versus OJ, and it's minor, but my only uh, my only problem with it is, is you're still my agent, Jerry. <laughs> I hate that movie so much. <laughs> um, I don't think David Schwimmer is very good. No, as Robert Kardashian. And I think the little inserts that they keep doing of the Kardashian girls is completely unnecessary. Like, I understand you're trying to bring and the boy. Life. Hey, and the boy. Uh, yeah, the boy, too. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. forget Nobody. about don't forget about the son. I, I, I don't even know the boy's name. Uh, uh, Rob. Sure. Named after. I think he is named. Is after he Rob his Jr.? Father. OK. Yeah. Uh, yeah. David is doing, doing a shitty job. And they they don't need to keep putting the Kardashian kids in there. I know why they're doing it because modern audiences are curious. Like, oh, it's the Kardashian girls. What did they look like? But like nobody get. I I don't give a shit. They have nothing to do with the story. Chris Jenner has a little bit to do with the story, but not that much. In County Britain. So like, I just I, I that's silly to me. But other than that, it's really good. Um. What's her face as Marsha Clark, uh, Sarah, Sarah Paulson, Paulson is doing it. a phenomenal job. She's yeah. doing a phenomenal job. The guy that's playing Chris Darden is doing a phenomenal job. Bruce Greenwood is doing a phenomenal Love job Bruce as Greenwood. expected. Love Bruce and even John Travolta is doing a good job. Like it's it's way better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's a, it's an it's a nice watch. Yeah, it's it's highly entertaining and and I'm quite enjoying it. So good. People versus OJ. Yes, it's Boom. good. Excellent. Uh, and and like I said, two earcon pod thumbs up. Two earcon th- earcon pod two thumbs way up. <laughs> yeah, two point oh. Two point uh, Even Cuba Gooding Jr., who I dislike, is doing an excellent job in this show. Um, animals on HBO. Oh yes, uh, my pick from last week. Uh, your pick from last week. I started watching it. Okay, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> it's. it's- it's so disturbing. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of messed up, but it's the voices are up, hilarious. But it, it's hilarious. My my concern is that it might get old kind of yeah, quick. Yeah. But so far I'm enjoying it, so I'm just going to ride the train. <laughs> just let it go. Uh, ride the train to Animal Town. I'm riding the train to Animal Town, and I'm enjoying it so far, so I'm not, I'm not going to worry uh, about it. I'm just gonna Dennis Feinstein it. was great in the first episode. Dennis with, Feinstein is, well, first of all, I don't even know the man's real name, but I'm going to call him Jason, Dennis Feinstein. It's Jason something, but I, sure, I always know Dennis, him Feinstein. Dennis, Dennis Feinstein. And uh, all, I know him as a perfume magnet. And, uh, <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> um, and he's doing a great job. Like the, it's, it's just really funny. So check it out if you have HBO. Definitely check it out. Um, and then uh, eleven twenty two sixty three premiered this week. Yeah, so I have not finished the book, so I have not watched it. Uh, uh, okay, so I think, and and I don't know for sure, but I think you might find a Martian type situation here if you watch it too soon. I heard that Franco is not like the best in this. I think show. he's doing a fine he, job. Oh, okay. He's not. It's not. He's not blowing book, it away. The book is a lot better though. The book gives you more, a lot more to the, all the characters. Oh yeah, it's fucking Stephen King. It's Stephen King. It's an enormous book. They have to like cut a bunch of stuff out. Does like, the does the creep factor like carry over? I mean, that like the one like in reading the book, really. and I and I've read like I don't know, maybe I don't know. It, it, it's like a what seven eight hundred page book. I've read like three hundred pages, um, but it just like freaked me out. And I think that's the, that's you know kind of Stephen King interjecting his stuff. But just like 
just reading, you know, when he's in these different towns and how the past is like really, really trying not to be changed and how things are, you know, he's getting like weird looks and, 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 and people are trying to like blow up his house and do all this other crazy shit. Like you definitely get the sense that, that he shouldn't be there. Yeah. That you're not you, you really can't screw with the past too much that the that the past tries to screw with you back. Mm. But like the the yellow card man is just kind of there so far. Okay. And like you don't get this feeling that I gotta keep reading it. That it's, it's really, you know, sinister. You don't get a sinister feeling. Right. Um but as far as a, a television retelling of it, it's not bad. And it's well acted. I uh, Franco. It's not Franco's best performance, but he's he's a damn good actor. So like even when he phones it in, he's pretty damn good. What is James Franco's best performance? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, James Franco. Uh, once again, we go to. It's not 127 hours. Um. Once again, we go to IMDb, and I'm going it's down. It's time for the EarCon Pod IMDb Corner. EarCon Pod 2.0. Um, let's see here. I'm going down. I'm going down. 127 hours referenced in Deadpool. It is referenced in Deadpool. Oh my God, when the hand comes up and the fingers out. Oh my God, it's hilarious. Oh um, no, the best was when he's the best was when he's like cuddling with uh, Blind Al, and he's got the tiny baby hand. touches her face (laughs) oh the movie is so great uh let's okay i'm looking through i'm looking sausage party uh, oh uh this is the end spring breakers you like this he was on he was on 54 episodes of general hospital wow uh rise of the planet of the apes he was not bad in that he wasn't great but he wasn't bad uh, I didn't see 127 hours. I actually like the second one better. He was on 30 Rock as himself. Yes, that is <laughs> James uh, Franco's greatest role as himself. As himself. He is on okay, uh, um, uh, two episodes of The Mindy Project. As uh, Harry Osborn in Spider-Man? Mm. Uh, he was in Wicker Man? Was he really? Oh, he was Oz in Oz the Great Power. He was in the Nicolas Cage Wicker Man. I do not remember him in that. Um, I do not. Rem- I do not remember Nicolas Cage in the Wicker Man. Oh, uh, it was terrible in that. Go see the original. The original's good. The remake is terrible. Okay, uh, City by the Sea. That wasn't a bad movie. He was good in that. That was him and uh, De Niro, right? Uh, yeah, De Niro. Uh, okay, I'm looking. I'm looking. This is what I'm trying to say, man. Um, is, is there a... Uh, he played Officer Number 2 in a 2001 episode of The X-Files. <laughs> there you go. He was in Freaks and Geeks, which I've never seen. Okay, that's probably his. Okay, so, Franco. I I, I kind of like him, but I see your point. I don't think he's bad in this. I don't think he's great in it. I think mm-hmm. they could have gotten somebody better, but I don't think he's bad in it. Okay. And I don't really have any I've only obviously I've only seen one episode cuz only one's out, but I like it so far. Uh but my 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 concern is that if you read the book and then watch this, you're going to be like, "Wait, they left this out. Wait, they left that out." Like in the book, I can't remember cuz it's been a long time since I've read. It. Doesn't he go back to like 1958 and have to go all the way up to 63? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. this one he comes out in 60. Oh. And then he's only got to go 3 years. 
So I guess, I guess they make that to make it easier. Yeah, it's only eight episodes, but yeah, he goes all the way back. And yeah, so it's he goes way, whole... way back. And then there's the whole thing about the Halloween thing, and then the and the the guy, the hairy guy, and not the hairy guy, but the guy named Harry, and uh, and his family and all that stuff. But um, it's it's not bad. It's not at all bad, and I don't want to seem like you know I'm in. in you know, recommending it with reservations. It's not bad. Right. If you haven't read the book, it's fine. Okay. So, it, uh, take you know, word for and, it. and I think Franco's fine in it. I mean, he's, he's fine. He's not you bad. Should, you should read the book. The book is really good. You should definitely read the book. If you uh, know me personally and you need a copy of the book, let me know. I will give you a copy of the book. Cool. Looking at yeah. you, Katie from Chesapeake. Boom. <laughs> Uh, so that's my follow-up, but you got some, uh, some Netflix stuff you want to talk it about. Tis the season. It is. It really is. It's, it's, you know, our long national nightmare of <laughs> three months is almost over. Um, our long, long national nightmare of watching Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. uh, I guess I should, I should mention since, since we've talked about it and we, we really enjoyed it that I'm, I'm not enjoying it anymore. Yeah. It's. It's just not great. I mean, no. I'll probably keep watching it until again one of these three shows uh, that premieres. Um, I think but, the thing to me is like all the talent on the CW, at least all the Marvel talent, is at Arrow and The Flash, and there isn't enough talent to go around for another show. So at least the storytelling. Yeah, I mean the actors are fine. It's the same actors from the other shows, but the writing and the direction is not the same. Not, not up to snuff. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh, I mean, even, gosh, now we're well into second season of Flash. That last week's Flash episode was hilarious and just so witty and funny and, and how they're weaving in the new timelines. And mm-hmm. now they've got bigger roles for Caitlin and, and Cisco. And I mean, that writing is just knocking it out of the park week to week. The fl- I think I think uh, as far as quality of writing, the Flash edges out Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow is a distant third. Mm, yes i mean i i would actually say that i zombie slips in there into third <laughs> you your i zombie i love how this turned into a cw discussion it is uh, I, you got something <laughs> cw almost every night of the week it's great <laughs> every time i mention cw cha-ching cha-ching <laughs> ad that, sales ad sales fat stacks that's earcom pod 2.0 fat stacks <laughs> Make money, money, make money, money. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, Netflix season Netflix. is upon us. Netflix is not sponsoring us, so no, they're not. Uh, you can watch many CW ching shows <sighs> on Netflix, including iZombie. Yep. Uh, and starting two twenty six. No. Fuller House. No. no. The Full House reboot that everyone, including Nicholas, has wanted for years and years and years. We're finally I'll be, getting I'll, it. I'll, I'll, I'm quite surprised that my wife has not mentioned this to me yet. I've been waiting. I've not told her about it, and I'm waiting for her to be like, "Hey, do you know about the Fuller House thing?" She hasn't jo- mentioned it. Jody Sweeten is so hot. Jody Sweeten. Jody Stephanie what? Tanner, so hot. so hot. She's hot now. Oh my god, she's gorgeous. I'm gonna have to look this up. I Are met her in college. I met her in college. She came to JMU no, you for didn't. Yeah, she came to JMU for a you party at the Sigma dirty New House. liar at the Sigma New House. You she was already goodness. She was really skinny though. She was on cocaine then. Um, oh, she's cute. So she's she grew into herself. She was a little on the skinny side. 
Yeah, I, I thought she drugs, was drugs do that to you. Super obnoxious when she was a kid, but she's cute now. Yeah, super cute. Is she off of the cocaine now? Yeah, I believe so. That oh, is the good. that is the prevailing notion throughout Hollywood. Is she ha- is off the cocaine? Oh, Candace Cameron is back. Mm-hmm. Did she bring her insane brother with her? Uh, negative. Good. Okay. Writer. Good. 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 Uh, so Fuller House, all episodes, Holy February 26th. Shit. Kimmy what? Gibbler is back. Yeah. But the whole She's thing. She's all grown up. The whole thing is that now they, uh, Candace Cameron's a widower. And so they all move into the house to help take care of her kids. And so like Jody, you know, Stephanie, who's her sister and Kimmy Gibbler are like the friends that, you know, were, were, you know, what's his face? Uh, John Stamos and. Um, what's the other guy? Cut it out. Dave Coulier. Joey. Dave Coulier. Yeah. There you go. Uncle Joey. Yeah, Dave Coulier. Uncle Joey. Yeah. So cut it out. I can still do it. I can still do it. Cut it out. <laughs> Never left me for a minute. <laughs> um. So I know Nicholas will be excited about that on two twenty six. I'll tell you one thing. I'm looking at a picture here of uh of Kimmy Gibbler and. Mm-hmm. Jody Sweeten. Yeah. <laughs> Can't remember. Oh, Andrea Barber, that's her name. And Candace yeah. Cameron and Jody Sweeten. And and they have grown into mm-hmm. lovely women. Fine, upstanding individuals. Mm. Yeah. So watch Fuller House and no. nothing else than for the eye candy. I'm not watching this. Uh, I'll make sure your wife knows about it so that you Jesus have to watch Christ. It. If you text her, oh, <sighs> God damn it. March the fourth. Wait, Gibbler's got kids now. Gibbler yeah, Gibbler has one kid. Ramona Gibbler is her daughter, apparently. Yeah, she got a little crazy in high school. Uh, House of Cards, March 4th. Oh, we're done talking about Fuller House? Yeah, we're done. Uh, House of I know, Cards. You, you could talk all night about it, I know. I know, yeah. House of Cards, me. March 4th, all episodes. Looks like it's just going to really deal with the uh, divide in the White House yep. and how that affects both his campaign and everything else. Yep. So um, I'm interested. I'm interested in more Robin Wright. I am interested in more Robin Wright, and I'm interested in more Kim Dickens. Yes! That is what I took away from that, that trailer, too. That is what too. I want. But, but, you know, they teased me with it last season, so I'm keeping much like I did with the Deadpool movie. I, yeah, they you know, told us there was going to be... Expectations tempered. They told us there was going to be Kim Dickens last time, and we got, like, yeah. two episodes. Whoa, wait a second. Wait a second. Hold the phone. I've got breaking news. I'm not playing the damn thing. I've got breaking news, my friend. Okay. Season four, episode one, Nev Campbell. What? Nev Campbell. What? Yes. Wild Things. Wild Things. The Craft. Scream. The Craft. Party wow. of Five. Party Lion of King five. 2, Simba Sprite. King 2, Simba Sprite. <laughs> Nev Campbell is going to be in House of Cards. No shit. I'm in. Goodness. I'm in. She is still mm. absolutely gorgeous. Stunning. Mm. Stunning Nev, stunning. Mm. Look up mm. your IMDb page, Nev <laughs> So yeah, uh, oh Joel Kinnaman, RoboCop himself is going to be in uh, in House of Cards this season. Yeah, there was a RoboCop reference in Deadpool. <laughs> yes, there was. Uh, I just watched. Speaking of RoboCop, I just watched the original RoboCop not too long ago, and uh, it's still, still a holds great up. movie. Still holds up. Still holds oh. up. Nev Campbell, also in Three to Tango, which is a great, a great little flick with my boy Oliver Platt and uh, Matthew Perry. I love Oliver Platt. He uh, he narrates a lot of episodes of Nova on PBS. Oh, does he now? Yes, he does. So go. House of Cards is coming back. When do we when do we get to watch that? 
March 4th, I said that at the onset. Yeah, you did. You were still thinking about Fuller House. Yeah, I was still thinking about Jody Sweeten. Uh, <laughs> as you should be. Um, so House of Cards, all episodes, March 4th. That's, I mean, you know, it is what it is at this point. Um, you'll watch it. Uh, no Peter Russo, Avi. And then <laughs> no. uh, March the 18th, nary three weeks later, mm-hmm. Daredevil, Daredevil season dose. My wife... This this is big. This is huge. You're gonna like huge, this. Huge. This my, is huge. My wife has started watching Daredevil. Whoa. And I don't have to make her watch it. Did She's, you you she, made her watch Jessica Jones, didn't you? No, I made her watch oh. episode one of Jessica Jones and then oh. she mainlined it. Wow. I got her to watch episode one of Daredevil and now she's like, Do you mind if I watch it without you? <laughs> no, go right ahead. You have yeah, unlimited streaming. Go for Knock it. Knock yourself out. She's a Daredevil and Jessica Jones fan. So she's watching it. Excuse me. She's watching season one now. She's watching season one now. She's about halfway through season one. Okay. So she's got um, time. She's all right. The trailer for season two. Oh, it's super dark, dude. Punisher. <sighs> Electra. Electra, yeah. Crazy. Crazy town is what that is. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be <sighs> good. Loving, loving the direction of Marvel on television. It's so good. It's so good. I, as except much as for I, except for Agents of Shield, I should say Netflix television. Yeah, Agents of Shield. I watched like I have an episode, but I tell you one thing: that Agent Carter's still pretty darn good. I hate to burst your bubble, but they, I think they might cancel that show. Something's something mm. is going to give because Peggy Atwell was just cast. Peggy as a lead. Atwell. Was <laughs> oh, that her name? No, Haley Atwell. There you yeah. go. Peggy Carter. <laughs> Peggy Atwell. Haley Carter. Was you, just, you need to divide fiction and reality, <laughs> my friend. Where's the fun of that? That's that's the whole heart of Deadpool. <laughs> um, was she Peggy cast? Atwell it was just cast in uh, a brand new show. She's on, in uh, Conviction, the yeah, new which Conviction is, show. Which is like – Looks good. Like, yeah, it's just kind of like a serial-esque kind of show. I don't know, or something. Um, and do you know who else is in that show? In Conviction? No. Uh, Emily, Emily Kinney. Okay. Where's she was that? Beth Green in uh, Walking Dead. Oh, love her. Yep, she's in it too. Okay, good. I'm in. I'm in yeah. on that show. But see, I don't know how she can be on both shows. She's dead in Walking on Dead. Ne- at least on network television. You know, it's not oh, like Oh, you're a- talking about Haley, Haley, Peggy Atwell? <laughs> yeah, I'm saying the show. Like her show, Agent Carter. Uh, can't. What ch- Do we know what channel Conviction is going to be on? Uh, I assume she's probably MB- got a yeah. It's ABC Studios, so she's got yeah. she's got. It's a probably gonna ABC run. Disney yeah, contract. it's gonna run with all that scandal and all that other that's, stuff. I mean, that's fine. Like, I mean, I like Agent Carter, but I would not be, I would not be upset if they canceled that and gave Haley Atwell a different show. Like, that's fine with me. Right. So, I, so I mean, you- it's it's a fun show, but it's not a great show. No. So, but but Daredevil. Jessica Daredevil Jones is a great show. Jessica gets Jones me excited about the show. future with Luke Cage and with Iron Fist. Uh, so yeah, and we should have some Jessica Jones season two at some point. Although they did get their renewal did not come as swift as Daredevil's, so I don't know if they which is weird production. because everybody I know loved Jessica Jones and just yeah. devoured it. The good news is that the showrunner, uh, I think it's Melissa Rosenberg, is back. So she did a great job. She did a phenomenal job. I'm very excited. Uh, it's going to be sad to not have David Tennant, though. 
Yeah. He was a phenomenal villain. He was really good. Phenomenal. I might have to rewatch. Have Just you watched the original Broadchurch from BBC? Broadchurch seasons one and two? No, I have not. They're that's really, the one they really remade. Good. That's the one they remade into a stupid. Yeah. With the, Anna Gunn. On, yeah, the Anna Gunn one on Fox. But watch the original one with uh, what's her face? Nev Campbell? No. What the what the hell's her name? I can't remember her name. Natalie Dormer? Not Natalie Dormer. <laughs> Not Natalie Dormer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the hell is her name? Lorena uh, Bacarin? No. No, no. Not hot. Peggy, Peggy Atwell? No, not Peggy Atwell. What the hell's her <laughs> name? I can't remember her name. Jesus Christ. I'm going to look it up. Hold on. I'm looking it up. Sarah Paulson? We bring you, again... Robin Wright? 2.0. Look Jody, it up IMDb. Olivia jo- Coleman. Jody Sweeten? Olivia Coleman. Okay. Uh, That'd be awesome. Jody Sweeten and David Tennant in Broadchurch. <laughs> that would be very strange. Uh, but the original Broadchurch is incredibly good. Season one and season two are both really good. They're different, but they're very good. Um, so there you go. Netflix. Boom. Boom. Uh, we're going to take a quick left turn. Yeah, let's do that left. To a game. The world of video games. The world we Uh, all know. So I played Firewatch. And we've talked about Firewatch. I've talked about it so many times. I was so excited about this game. Only available as a download only, right? Yeah, download only. You can get it on PS4 or Steam. And I got it and I played it. And eh, eh. Yeah? Okay, so I was extremely excited about this game. Oh, I, we know. Very excited about this game. Now, I should have, in my logical thought process, it's thought, this is a direct download. It's not on a disc. It's on PS4 and Steam, so it's you know not wide release. You, know, you can't get it on Xbox or Wii U or anything. And it's only 20 bucks. And that should have told me, you need to temper your expectations here, buddy. It's a small studio, small game. But I got my hopes up that it would be amazing, and it was good, but it was not amazing. Oh, and oh. so, okay, so it's, it, you got to think, okay, if a $60 game from a big studio is going to get you, what, 12 to 15 hours of really good playtime on a playthrough, this mm-hmm. $20 game gets you about what you would expect if you round that down. It gets you about four to six hours. Really? Which is fine, but then you're like, wait, that's it? It's over? The ending is very feels very abrupt. And so the premise is you're in this Firewatch tower. You're in a fire tower, you know, that looks for fires in this park. And then there's this, like, mystery going on that you need to like go around and look at stuff and do stuff. But it actually only covers, I mean, you can kind of see that this is where it's going to go. So it's not a huge spoiler, but it only covers like one season in this park. So in the past too, right? Isn't it? It's like in 1989 or something. So there's no cell phones or anything like that. It's like walkie talkies. The mechanics of it are, 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 are good. Like once you understand how to work the radio and do things like that works really well, but it's, it's, it leads you down this path of, okay, this is something really weird is going on. Something very creepy and weird is going on. And then when you get to the end, you're like, wait, 
none of that weird, creepy stuff actually happened. It was all like just explained away as this completely mundane thing. And it's like the ending does not hold up to the rest of the game. And it feels like to me like and and I don't think that they meant it to feel this way, but it feels like they had the first act of a of a big, long game, like a longer game. And they realized that they couldn't they didn't have the funding for a full, huge game. So they cut it off. And left all the good, creepy, fun stuff in the beginning, but then they cut it off in in a point where you're just like, "That's we." I don't I don't understand why it's just off stopped. Yeah, you're like, uh, wh- wh- where's the rest of the game? Yeah, you kind of feel like, wait, is there more to this? Because it feels super like stunted. Um, the other and you know, there's there's a couple of, like the the actions of the people. And, like, I don't want to give away too much because in case people want to play it. But like the actions of the people like seem if you think about it too much, like you can kind of be like, well, I don't really understand the motivations of these people in this game, in this world. But then like you, they, it, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like um, they don't act like people in the game. They act a little too much like people would in real life. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, well, like, yeah, but where's the fun? You know, there's no it needs to be fun like i understand people don't act like video game people but like it needs to be fun but then the big the you know i could forgive all of that stuff the fact that it's a short game because i only paid 18 dollars for it because i have playstation (laughs) plus you know it's a short game i understand that i you know it I, i i get that it's abrupt because of whatever but the, the nail in the coffin for me was, and I don't know how it is on Steam because I've only played it on PS4, but the frame rates drop like crazy on this game. It is super stuttery, and mm. I haven't heard any reviews talk about this, so I don't know if the, everybody that reviewed it played it on Steam instead of PS4, but I know that on PS4, like the frame rates are atrocious in this thing. It's very stuttery. I found at least three or four times where I would like get on top of a rock and I would just be stuck and I'd have to just load the last saved game to get out of it because I would just be stuck. You can't go anywhere. Sorry. Really? Yeah. It, there's a lot of bugs in it. It's very stuttery and jerky and it just seems as pretty as it is in places and the atmosphere is really cool, but it feels it feels very unfinished. So it's just, I don't know. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah, it's pretty disappointing. I mean, I'm glad that I didn't pay $60 for it. I would be super pissed if I had paid $60 for it. But, you know, it just seems like, you know, the game that's been hyped up this much and it was at the, the so it was in the big Sony keynote at E3 and all this stuff, you would think, well, it would be a big deal and be a big, you know, thing. But it just seems like it's not, I don't know, not finished. I don't know. That's so, too bad. So right now, I'm, high hopes. High yeah, hopes. Right now, I'm 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 playing other things and waiting for No Man's Sky. So there you go. When is that? When is that coming out? June something. I don't think they have an actual date, but they said June. You're uh, you got Uncharted coming out. I, I do have Uncharted coming out. We'll talk. But about I guess our, you have to wait. We'll, we'll talk about Uncharted again in a little bit. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler. Uh, something else just started up. Yeah. Tell me about it. Something, a little something, an indie little project called Episode 8. 
Is that the, that's the title? That's a weird title of a movie. Episode eight. I don't know. It, it kind of assumes that you've seen. Will I understand this episode eight if I haven't seen episodes one through no. seven? No, you won't. <laughs> no, you will not understand that at all. Much like the uh, what's the name of the movie? I, during the I don't know if you caught Leonard, Leonard Part Six is the one you. I don't know if you got this trailer um, for the new uh, Anna Kendrick Aubrey Plaza comedy. Yes, I um, did. Where they are not wearing a lot of clothes in that trailer. Where they're saying they're gonna watch The Rodfather, but they don't know if they won't get it if they haven't seen The Godfather. <laughs> that movie looks terrible, but I love the two of them. So the I might two have of to them are gold in it, right? The two of them are really good. I don't so really. I, might have to I, see it. I could really care less for Zac Efron and the other guy from Pitch Perfect. I'd rather them just leave the two guys out of it and just have a movie about those two girls. I'm in. Yeah. Maybe like let's find one other girl and be like do like a new nine to five. <gasps> a like nine her. to five remake with Anna Kendrick and Aubrey Plaza. I would be first in line to see that. We need someone we need Who a, plays the Dabney Coleman role? John Ham. Who Done. Done and who, done. Who plays the who plays the Dolly Parton character? That's that's the missing. Uh oh, um, uh, what's her face from Mad Men? Uh, Christina Hendricks. St- get fucking Mad Men out of your head. The series is over. I like Christina Hendricks. It doesn't always come back down to Mad Men. Sorry. Okay, we'll get Elizabeth Moss then. <laughs> wow, nice. Sorry. Jan- January Jones? You'll get, we'll get January Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I actually could see January Jones. I do not like January Jones. Melissa McCarthy? Melissa McCarthy would be perfect as Dolly <laughs> Parton in that movie. That would be perfect. Oh my god, uh, nine to five <laughs> with Aubrey Plaza. Uh what's her face? Anna, Anna Kendrick Anna would Kendrick. have Anna Kendrick would have to play the um what's the Jane Fonda who is Jane Fonda kinda like the the timid one? I forget. I you know it's been so long since I've seen that damn movie. Came out in 1980. Oh it's my god. Jane Fonda. Okay, so it's Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, Dolly Lily Parton. Tomlin. Yes. Lily Tom- yeah, Lily Tomlin is Aubrey Plaza. Totes, totes, that's yes. it. And, and Jane Fonda is Anna Kendrick. I can Dolly see that. Parton is Melissa McCarthy. And Dabney <laughs> Coleman is John Hamm. We can do this, make this happen. Well, we've already single-handedly... see that so bad. We've already single-handedly gotten James Marsden an interview for the uh, MacGyver reboot. Yes, uh, yes, we we're could making definitely, that happen. We could do this as well. Oh, my God. I would so pay is this, so much money to see that. Is this 10 to 6? Like, or is it still called 9 to 5? Like, I don't what, know. What do we call Sterling it? Hayden was in that. I don't remember Sterling Hayden in that movie. Wow. Okay, I, don't, I don't know if that movie has aged well. I'm sure it has not. Very sexist. But, hey, I mean, Lily Tomlin's in it, so I'll see it. Wow. You mean Anna Kendrick's in it now? Anna Kendrick's in it now. Oh, my God. I want to see that so much. <laughs> Okay, so episode eight. <laughs> uh, so epi- so we got a good little teaser. We did. We uh, got a, a that, teaser of Luke standing by a gravestone. There you go. That episode eight has commenced with mm-hmm. some new uh, some new stars dropped on the on the article. Yeah, we got some new blood. Uh, Laura Dern. Laura Dern. The the poop botanist from <laughs> Jurassic Park. Yep. Um and uh, the collector from Guardians of the Galaxy. I see. I always remember him from Usual Suspects. Okay, you could do that too. I was trying to go more recency. Yeah, 
for people, yeah, you know? I can see that. Um, uh, so Benicio I, Del Toro, yeah. Yeah, Benicio Del Toro. Uh, he's also very good in traffic. He's good in traffic. And he was in um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas as well. Yes, good, good pull. Yes, yeah, he was. With uh, Sir Johnny Depp. I like Benicio. Sir Jonathan Depp. Depp. Wow, is he a sir? No, he is not. Okay. Uh, yeah, and and then they've also so we 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 think he's going to be a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, we have no idea about Laura Dern, but I saw a, a theory that she might be Ray's mom. Of course, oh. it's just a theory. Like, nobody actually knows. So she boned Luke, or did she bone Han? Or she boned, she boned Samuel Kyle. in Jurassic Park. She boned Kyle Ren. She boned Kylo Ren. Yeah. <laughs> Right up, right up his Something alley. Something tells me that Kylo Ren is a little bit repressed sexually. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, so we got the. Two is that of them. why? He ha- is that why his sword comes out both sides? Yes, he has no idea what to do with his sword. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's, he has a phallic lightsaber. Uh, and then we have <laughs> it's newcomer. It's a, it's a three-way lightsaber. It is a three-way. Some would some would say that mirrors his life. Would they? Right. Um, so. <laughs> We've got the two of them. We also have newcomer Kelly Marie Tran, who I've never heard of before, but she was in a bunch of college humor Upright shorts. Citizens. Upright Citizens. She's a UCB alum. Yep. Which, you, that gets my attention, as you know. Yeah. I love some UCB. Um, and and Ryan Johnson's directing, and they started principal shooting. Let's see. And, what is it today? Uh, today Natalie, is this, they Natalie started yesterday. Dormer. Natalie Dormer's in it, too. God damn it. Is she really? <laughs> no. Okay. But she should be. I could just see her smirking at the goddamn lens. Uh, and just getting up and walking out. Stuff it. God Stuff it. it. You love her. I do not love her. She's great. Oh, Marjorie <sighs> Tyrell, come back into my life. I hope she dies in the next book. Shut the fucking... Shut the front door. <laughs> so, yeah, she... they, they put out a little teaser of, you know, hey, we started filming, which is kind of cool. I think it's neat. I did yeah. notice that on the IMDb page for Star Wars Episode Eight, though, it just says there, of course, they haven't told us what the title is. So it just says Star Wars Episode Eight, and the the poster is just a Roman numeral eight. That's all it says for the poster. So, well, lots of stuff know. to keep you busy from now until then. There's uh, the new Star Wars Lego game. Yes, it'll be coming out, out this summer. There is the updated levels in the Star Wars Battle Pod arcade game. <laughs> yes, which I have yet to play. I've never played no, no, Battle me Pod. Neither. Me neither. Uh, so yeah, lots lots of stuff, and then of course Rogue One coming out later this year. Rogue One, December sixteenth. Get boom. get ready, boom. Get crunk. <laughs> get crunk. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Star Wars. I'm excited. I don't know if you know about this, but I really like Star Wars. Yes, I have heard it uh, once or twice. You have a few Cotton Bureau shirts that attest to that fact. I like Star Wars. It is known. I like Star Wars, and I like Deadpool. <laughs> I like both of those things. <laughs> <laughs> both of those things are my favorite. Yeah. Work is your favorite. Make work your favorite. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> World's best cup of coffee. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> oh, that's, a cla- that's a classic. Yeah. I, I, I usually end up watching that in July with my daughter. <laughs> Um, so let's do some picks, Home Slice. Oh, wrap it is, up. This is Air Cop Pod 2.0. 2.0. Oh. The new batch. <laughs> Wow. wow. <laughs> New pod on the block. <laughs> so my pick you like is that? a... Do you like the new batch? Yes, the new batch is, yeah. is classic. Right. Classic. Classic like Nicholas. I like, I'm glad you like it. That's my favorite Gremlins movie is the new batch. Um, My pick is a trailer, yo. 
a trailer. I, you I had say. originally had the new HBO series vinyl, but I have not gotten around to watching it, so I cannot put it in my pick section if I have not seen it. Uh, that yeah, is strictly against my. That is strictly against my code. You're the a man code of integrity. Of the, the code of the podcaster. <laughs> That's because this is 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but integrity this point forward. Um. <laughs> so. My trailer, is, my pick is the trailer Bastille Day. Oh, is this French? No. Okay. Well, it, it happens in France because it's Bastille Day. Oh, France. This better be good. Who's in it? S- Idris Ilba. What? Rob Stark. What? Does he have yes. a wolf on his head? It's like James Bond, but Idris Ilba is American. He's like in the CIA. He does. He actually does. He. I don't know if you saw him in the wire, but he actually does a very good American accent. Yeah, he's he's good. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 excellent. It's coming out April twenty second. Even though Bastille Day is not till Thursday, July fourteenth. Oh, that makes no sense. Americans won't <laughs> understand that. <laughs> I didn't have any idea when Bastille Day. <laughs> what is Bastille Day? I have no. It's in July. You said. Yes. July what? July 14th. Okay. Sure. All right. I'll take your word for it. Uh, so, yeah, Idris Elba and Richard Madden. This is, it's going to be good. I like Richard Madden. It's going to be good. It has the it has someone I don't like in it, so, but I'm trying to ignore her. Who? Who? It's got the, the weird girl from season two of True Detective that was married to Vince Vaughn. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the redheaded lady. Yeah, Kelly Riley. Kelly Riley. Kelly. No, I like yeah. her. She's all right. She, her, her face looks weird. Your face looks weird. It's like she had a mini stroke. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God damn it. <laughs> I just I feel bad looking at her. And I don't I don't like people to make me feel bad. I believe I can't remember, but I think Richard Madden didn't wasn't he dating um was he dating Amelia Clark at one point? Uh, I mean, who wasn't? Honestly, oh no, he's dating uh, what's her face from uh, from Doctor Who. You know, when you've got you know what I'm talking about. When you've got someone where the carpet doesn't match the drapes, she's really. uh, You talking about Richard Madden? Does he dye his pubes? No, I'm talking about your girl Daenerys. She is a natural brunette, my friend. Mother of dragons. She is a natural brunette. But but in the show, the carpet doesn't match the drapes. Do you You don't know that she could have dyed it. Really? That would be total, like, in care. That's like Daniel she's, Day-Lewis. She, she's a method actress. She's yes. Like Day-Lewis. You will dye these pubes blonde. Targaryen. my have... name isn't Mother of Dragons. Targaryen. Daenerys Stormborn. <laughs> okay, we need to. Daenerys of the blonde pubes. Okay, so Bastille Day. <laughs> uh, what is Bastille Day, you ask, in this. So, article? Bastille Day. Yeah. It is Idris Elba as a CIA agent looking into a bombing attack in Paris on Bastille Day. Well, that makes he sense. Team, he teams up with an American pickpocket, Richard Madden, okay. uh, who's unwittingly Why? gotten mixed up in the whole affair. Together they start and unravel a conspiracy, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, can, I can see an issue right off the bat. Okay. Uh, Hijinks are, ensue. It's really gonna... like... It's really just like planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, with a black Christ. guy. Yeah, that's what it is. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Richard Madden ends up falling asleep on Idris Elba. Inci- incidentally, uh, Ryan Reynolds' favorite movie. He's planes, seen trains, than, and automobiles. Yeah, he's it's seen more than movie. any other movie. Okay, and he knows he heavily, heavily. Uh, that's because um, he's Canadian. 
Right. He loves John Candy and Chevy Chase. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. There you go. Uh, yeah, this looks fine. Okay. I'm all right with it. Okay. I like Idris Elba. I like Richard Madden. So there you go. All right. Boom. Yeah. So go see this movie. Go or, see this movie. Or possibly go see it. I have. just think it's, you know, we've been clamoring for Idris as Bond. Let's let's see him do some this Bond is, shit. Let's see him do some Bond shit. Exactly. So this is uh, Idris doing I'll, Idris. I'll be honest with you. I'm super kind of done with Bond movies. Okay. I heard Spectre was enough to shuff about. I, I haven't seen it. Wow. You haven't seen a Bond movie. No, I just, like, I think the whole... It's available on iTunes now. I think, yeah, but I had to pay for and it. And Christoph Walton, you haven't seen it? No, what? not yet. Who are you? <laughs> I don't even know who you are anymore. I don't even know. I don't know if I like 2.0 Nicholas. <laughs> this is 2.0. The new batch. I don't know. I have not even seen that Bond movie. And 2.0. I don't even use a pen. And 2.0, Christoph Waltz has to prove himself again. Wow. I hate Taco Bell. No, oh, shut your face. Uh, so yeah, this looks this looks good. I'll, I'll see this. I mean, I probably won't pay money to go see it in theater, but I like Idris yeah. Elba, so yeah, I'll see it. Got to support him. Yeah, I like. There's not, I like there's not enough work for black actors in Hollywood. No, they certainly aren't getting nominated for anything. They, you know what they should make? But they should. Did you see the latest Luther? Like the 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 yeah, the, I saw it a long time ago. I I, I didn't think it was great. Yeah, it was all right. I it was the, Luther. I thought the writing was pretty crap. Yeah, it was Luther. It was it was Ed, Idris, man. I, I watch it for Idris. Yeah, he was good in it. They they really need to write like a good Luther movie for him. The scene with like where he, he opens the refrigerator. Oh yeah, that was oh, that was amazing. Crazy, yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I like the My end. Heart where, was I like on that one. I like the the part where he's in the tractor trailer and. He's like having to tell them where to shoot, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the movie, right? Or is that the last season? I don't remember. I, I can't gonna... remember. Uh, no, that, I think that's last season, I think. Oh, okay. I can't remember. It's all blurring together. I've got to gotcha. go back and rewatch all of Luther. So, I agree with your pick, and I've got a pick as well, my friend. Okay. So, I was thinking, I was thinking oh, today. I need a weather app. I was thinking about weather apps. <laughs> and I like was you do. also thinking about Twitter clients and okay. I was thinking about pens, <laughs> but I got to thinking about, I was, it was really bothering me about Firewatch because I wanted, mm-hmm. I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I, I felt like even though, yeah, it was, it was a short game and I didn't pay that much money for it. I felt like I didn't get my money's worth. Okay. And I thought, well, what kind of game can you really get your money's worth? Okay. And then I thought, Hey, 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 Hey. Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection for PlayStation 4. I'd I'd say, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you got your money's worth out of that game. I super got my money's worth out of this game. I paid $0. (laughs) But let me say that if I had paid the full asking price of 60 US dollars for this game, (laughs) I still would have gotten my money's worth. Okay, so game one took me 11 hours to play. Okay. Game two. And this is on easy, this, mind yeah, you. This is on easy. So, like, I'm this sailing through the, levels. The, the six-year-old setting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, I was tempted to put it on the explorer level just to run through. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is on easy. It took me 11 hours to play Spend the first no game. difficulty. Yeah, exactly. Uh, game two took me about 15 hours to play through. Mm. Game three, I'm only about a third of the way through, so I don't know yet how long it's going to take me. 
But so you're looking at somewhere around 35 to 40 hours. Yeah. So you're looking at, you know, around give or take, depending on what difficult setting you have it on and how good you are. You're looking at like a dollar per hour. (laughs) It's it's such a good deal. And it's three great games. Like I played the first one. I told you this on Twitter. I played the first one. I thought, well, that was a great game. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed it. And then I played the second one. I'm like, holy shit, this one's way better. Yeah, this one's even better. And I'm like, OK, super cool. The second one's even better. And then play the third one. I'm like, holy shit, this one's even better. Yeah. So like it's just, uh, it's a great and, game. It's a great value. So I was telling but, you that how, you know, because you were talking about, oh, my gosh, like three, you know, just from one to three, the differences. And I was like, it's amazing. And also I was telling you it was four years between one and three. So you can just look at the gap between technology and what they've done in the storyline and the story mode it's and huge. the graphics and everything in just four years. It was five years between three and this one that's going to come out next Th- month. This next one is going to be April. amazing. So, yeah, I'm very, so, very excited. I'm very happy that uh, that you've enjoyed it. I have loved it. I'm still loving it. Great story, uh, right? Just so engaging. And they bring the characters great. back. It's it's very much like a lot of inside stuff and I'll I'll be honest with you. I got I got when I got halfway through that first one, I thought that Sully was a bad guy. <sighs> I thought he was a bad guy. Yeah. So uh yeah, it's so good and, and like the storyline makes sense. I mean mm-hmm. there's crazy stuff like like zombies and shit in the first one. Spoiler alert. But well, that but, was what was popular back then, right? It, it, yeah, but even that, it all makes sense. I mean, it's a video game, so it's just fun and it makes sense. Right. And the storyline is great. The mechanics of it, of all of them, work great. But of course, they get better as you go on. You're in. You're playing three right now. I'm about a third of the way through three. Yeah. Where? Okay. Are you not at the desert yet? Are you? I'm not in the desert yet. I just got to Syria. Okay. I just I know got to the yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the whole sequel, like the last act of the game. Where you're in the desert and then everything that happens after that is just fucking ridiculous. Because that was when I was – I played it over the course of a couple of days to get it done so that I could give it to you. I had put it down for like a month I think because of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And then when I picked it back up and then I was just like mainlined the last <laughs> act of that game. Um, and <laughs> that's what Kat was like. God, all you do is play this game. But it was like it's so good. It's like playing a movie. It really is. And And I mean – by the time you get to the third one, like I'm sure the fourth one's going to look absolutely amazing. But the third one, like I know I make fun of video games for being like the uncanny valley and looking like really creepy. But they've I, I don't, they've done something with the lighting to make the faces like it's clearly computer generated. It's clearly they're not photorealistic faces, but they don't look creepy. They look like actual personable people. Yeah. So, like, it, uh, they just did a really, really good job. Um, but I do have to say, uh, so uh, if you buy it on PlayStation Network, it's sixty dollars, fifty nine ninety nine. But if you buy the physical disc, I don't know how long this has been going on, but if you buy the physical disc on Amazon right this minute, go to Amazon right now. Go through the show notes. Go to Amazon. If you get the physical disc, it was thirty nine ninety nine, bro. Of what? The disc, the physical disc of this, instead of getting the download, of right now on Amazon it's forty bucks. Oh, like the physical disc that I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course, yeah. you know, if you have somebody who owns it already and is willing oh, to right, loan it right. to you, it's absolutely free. Right. So, but regardless, even if you're paying sixty bucks, it's super worth it. It's a great. I mean, it's three games. You're getting three games for the price of one. 
So it's really, really good. I'm really enjoying it. And you should play it. It's fun. It's great. There you go. Do it. Go get and, it. And that's our and that's our show. That's that's the end of episode one of season two. Yes, that is. Well, we have 90, season, 90, 90 episode seasons. So this is episode one of season two. Episode one eighty one will be the first episode of season three wow. in about three years. For Nicholas <laughs> and all his lovely, lovely goings on about Uncharted, a game I've never heard of before. Uh, but it's good. But it's good to hear that he liked it as much as everyone else liked it. Yep, isn't it? Isn't it, folks? Yep. It's always good. It's always good to hear that Nicholas likes a game. Yep. Uh, because he tends to not like games. I'm a trendsetter. <laughs> we always said that about you, or at least that's what we will say. With Nicholas 2.0. 2.0. You may be wondering why the red suit. Well, that's so bad guys don't see me bleed. <laughs> oh, right down Main Street. <laughs> For Nicholas, <laughs> this is Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at TheRealBeefish. You can follow Nicholas on Twitter at FordNR579 for all our 2.0 tweets. 2.0, the new batch. Until then, that is all for today. Next time, we'll talk more about Deadpool, probably. Because it's a really fucking good movie. You know, I, I think it's like, uh, it's going to end up, this show's going to end up being like an infomercial. Not a good one like Slapchop, more like Shake Weighty. More like Shake Weighty. Have a good night, guys. Peace out. Truth.